Hey y'all, welcome to the Marty Smith America podcast. This is volume 78 and I'm on location, in case you couldn't tell. Do you know where you're at right now? Uh, not really. Uh, I, I do, I do. I know I'm in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I just got here. I have been all over the place this week. I have had an amazing week. I will say it's been an amazing week. I left my home in the wee hours Monday and flew from Charlotte to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where I spent the past several days with the LSU Tigers as they prepare to play the game of the century 2.0 against the Alabama Crimson Tide. It really fills me up to have the opportunity to sit with folks like Coach Orgeron and Joe Burrow and Jacoby Stevens and Justin Jefferson and these great players that have such amazing insight and storytelling. And it's just really fulfilling for me to have the opportunity to, to fellowship with those guys. And so I spent my whole week doing that, doing a bunch of reporting leading up to this game. And I just made the decision today that rather than take my flights, which I was supposed to fly Baton Rouge through Dallas to <laughs> Birmingham and then drive Birmingham to Tuscaloosa, I just decided to cancel all of that and drive a rental car from Baton Rouge to Tuscaloosa. That flight makes no sense. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, and I just couldn't stomach the thought of being on another airplane, man. I think you've been in the air more than you have on the ground this week. I guess maybe we should walk through that. I um, So I got to... Again, I got to Tus, uh, excuse me, I got to Baton Rouge on, on Monday morning, did an entire day's worth of reporting and interviewing coaches and players. But I had a prearranged event that I did not want to miss. And I'll explain what that event is and it'll make a lot more sense. But on top of that event, in the 11th hour, a story that I pitched five years ago, finally came to fruition. Uh, let me see if I can figure out that word, fruition. And uh, I will kind of walk you guys through that. I don't want to give up the whole story because it doesn't air until Saturday on college game day. But it was very special to me. It is very special to me. And you'll understand why when I kind of dive into it. I'll continue my wild ride through this week in just a minute on the Marty Smith America podcast. But first, I got to remind you guys about NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, guys. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. They have one system for accounting, another one for sales, another for inventory, and so on. It's just a big old efficient mess, taking up way too much time, way too many resources. And what that does is it's inefficient. It hurts the bottom line. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, and HR instantly right from your desktop or your phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. You should be using it. Your business would be better. It'd be more efficient. I should use it every day because I'm a big inefficient mess. I need Travis and Laney. Obviously, I need NetSuite. You can get those valuable insights with a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits at NetSuite.com slash Marty. That's NetSuite.com slash Marty to download your free guide. Seven free strategies to grow your profits. 
netsuite.com slash Marty. Now, I have left Baton Rouge, and I'm on my way to Orlando. Let's go back to Monday night first. I went from Baton Rouge when I finished up with the LSU Tigers to New Orleans, Louisiana. I got on something called Spirit Airlines, and I flew directly to Orlando, Florida. I got to a hotel near the Orlando airport at around 1 a.m. and passed out for a few hours. Did you even check into the room or just ask for a couch? No, I, I did check in uh, because it was crazy how good that bed felt. I um, I got in the room and I slept for a few hours after I signed a 100 of my books. And we got up in the morning and we went over to a school called the JA Academy in Orlando, and this is an amazing school. The administration walked me around their campus and kind of gave me an idea of what they do, and what they do is I love the curriculum concept. It's a much more functional educational philosophy than, hey, here's some worksheets, go figure it out. Everything's really technologically driven. Every student has his or her own laptop and in the middle of the class, sometimes the students begin to lead the class just on a whim. They'll start a topic and maybe Google the topic and the teacher can see kind of who's looking at what. And they'll say, Travis, you lead the class right now. What do you see on Google about topic X? And it becomes very empowering because they're accustomed to leading their peers They're accustomed to standing in front of their peers. They're accustomed to having that posture and that confidence to go win. And it was so cool to walk around and learn their stories and see the things that they're doing and how these students at this school are helping big-time corporations. Like, I forget, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think there was a big airline that they did a study with, I think Arby's was one of the companies that they had they had done some sort of focus group with and, and helped. So it was really, really cool to learn about. And then I walked into an amphitheater, and I addressed some 550 students. Within that, I talked about my book and kind of my path a little bit and enlighten them with some insight from Tiger Woods and some insight from Tony Finau that was in my book. And I told the story of Olivia Quigley, my dear friend from the Special Olympics World Games. And then I opened it up to questions and they had the most, the most amazing, insightful, thoughtful questions for me about my path. And if I'd ever been insecure and if I had ever had fear, and how do you go from there to here? Very thoughtful things that they wanted to envelop into their own paths. Just really inspiring. But the reason that I was there was we have, throughout this fall, spoken at every single stop on the SEC Nation Tour to fraternity groups across the Southeastern Conference. And in doing that, we have taken the proceeds from all of those speeches and we have put it in a coffer through a charity called tomorrow's team 
And tomorrow's team is a charity that was founded by my brother, Patrick Abrahams, who is one of my brilliant producers at ESPN and one of my dearest friends and someone that has buoyed me in very difficult emotional moments. And I adore him. Uh, I love him. And he and his brothers, Anthony, Phil, and Nick, are amazingly caring and giving and selfless human beings. And they wanted to give back, so they created Tomorrow's Team. And they really needed a catalyst to kind of catapult Tomorrow's Team to another plateau. Well, we just happened to have a catalyst in Never Settle. So we went around, and I've spoken to fraternity groups at Vanderbilt and Mississippi State and Tennessee and Georgia and Kentucky all over the Southeastern Conference Wonderful young men. I am better for having met them, and they didn't know it. But what they were doing was helping us grow the opportunity to offer a four-year scholarship to a young man at the JA Academy in Orlando, Florida, that Nick Abrahams mentors. His name is Malik Charles. And We met his mother. I did. I met his mother that morning. Nick already knew her, but the rest of us met his mother that morning. And she was extremely emotional because she thought we were surprising Malik with a $1,500 scholarship. So when I get up there and I finish my speech and I ask his peers, you guys think I should, I bring Malik up and I say, you think, you guys think maybe I should, maybe, maybe with the proceeds of never, never settle, I should, we should maybe pay for one year of Malik's college. And the house came down. And I said, maybe what about two years? What about three years? And it had, it was stirred up into a frenzy that when we brought the, the large Bob Barker prices right check out and handed it to Malik and his mother, it was, it was the most fulfilling thing I can remember that didn't deal with my own children and wife. We always had massive dreams and a big vision for this. And this was just the next step. This was the culmination of the first chapter. We're not done. We are not done. Malik earned the first ever Never Settle Scholarship through tomorrow's team. And he's going to go to the University of Central Florida on scholarship. And he's going to do amazing things in this world. He's going to be a leader. He's going to be a leader of men in his environment. And he's going to be a leader of men in his home. And what a sweetheart of a young man. To see his mother weep was, I did, I I couldn't contain my emotion. Patrick couldn't contain his emotion. It was a very special day for us. And, uh, we are so honored to have gotten to do that. Well, I'll tell, like, I was, I saw you post the video and I highly recommend anybody go watch the reaction of their, his peers celebrating and, I, I sent you a text immediately and watching that almost brought me to tears just watching that on my phone. So I can only imagine what it was like for you there to be a part of it. The only thing I was a little disappointed is I thought you were going to go LeBron James on him with the county. Not one, not two, not three. <laughs> I should have. I should have yes, done was, that. I, I highly recommend everybody go to your Twitter account and check out the video because it is awesome to see the excitement from all those people around him that know him. Well, thank you, brother. You know, it's funny. I didn't, um, I did not tell anybody 
Um, I, I, well, that's not true. I, I told a, a select handful of people that this was happening. And I, when I got your text, it, it really drove home to me what a small circle we kept because y'all need to understand Travis knows basically what I'm doing all day, every day because he has to. I knew you were going down there for a speech. That's what I knew people. Well, it was, a it was a beautiful moment and, and we're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on trying to do great things and inspire people and impact lives and change lives. And in some cases, maybe, maybe save a few. So at that point, my day was about two thirds done, maybe, maybe halfway done. I left the school immediately after we awarded that scholarship and I went to the airport and I flew to Columbus, Ohio. And many years ago, when I first started covering college football for ESPN and was dropped in Columbus like an alien from Mars to cover the Buckeyes for the inaugural college football playoff. I really immersed myself in that place and wanted to learn about its history. And I happened upon this story based on my buddy Mark Quisenberry, who uh, is the former video coordinator, uh, head video coordinator for the Buckeyes football program, and now runs all the video boards and, and does all of that at, at the shoe. He's a buddy of mine. And he said, do you know the story of, of Charles Surrey? And I said, uh, forgive me, I've not heard of Charles Surrey. The story's unbelievable. And I, the long story short, I'm not going to give you guys all the details on this podcast. I will break it down in depth next week after it airs on game day. Maybe we'll run the interview on, on the Marty Smith America podcast. No, we are. We're running every second um, of it. Long story short, this man was a college football icon. He is a war hero, and he is an innovator in American – how can I say this? He's an innovator in this country that that did something and created something that changed the world. So that's – I, I pitched a story on him for Veterans Day a long time ago. And I knew that he had to be getting up there in years. And so I reached back out to him and Mr. Surrey is 97 years old. And uh, I went back to my friends at college game day and I asked if I could tell his story. And they agreed that it was a story that was not only worthy of telling, but America needed to hear and and on that level of stage that level of platform college game day is such a massive massive wide-reaching impactful platform and I'm so happy that we're going to get to tell his story we'll break it down more later I'm leaving it at at that and please watch college game day on Saturday to uh to, to hear more so I interview Mr. Surrey and uh I all freight to the Columbus airport and I fly through Dallas back to Baton Rouge. I got to my hotel room in Baton Rouge about 1.30 a.m. And we were right back up and after it interviewing Coach Orgeron at, uh, early the next morning on, uh, in, in the LSU football facility. And I was there all day Wednesday and all day Thursday until I left to drive to where I am right now in T-Town in anticipation for a football game that is going to be 
amazing. Speaking so that's my week so far, Travis. We'll get back to Marty Smith's America in just a moment, the rambling drivel that Travis and I are meandering through. But first, I want to tell you guys a little something about ancient nutrition. Did you know that your skin, hair, nails, and connective tissues are all made from collagen? A standard modern diet typically won't help with collagen. Because why? It's lacking in collagen, Travis. That's why collagen supplementation is so popular in the wellness and beauty community and why Ancient Nutrition created multi-collagen protein. Ancient Nutrition's multi-collagen protein supports healthy skin, joint health, a healthy gut, and healthy nails. Plus, instead of one to two collagen types, Ancient Nutrition's multi-collagen protein features five collagen types. I didn't even know there was more than one. It's simply a flavorless powder you can take in a glass of water or put in your coffee. Made from four food sources, beef, chicken, fish, and eggshell membrane, all from non-GMO, grass-fed, cage-free, and cruelty-free sources, it contains nine grams of protein and zero grams of carbs or fat. There's a lot of options out there, Travis, especially as collagen is trending. So stick with Ancient Nutrition's multi-collagen protein, the one multi-collagen praised by Better Nutrition, Women's Health, and many more. Get $10 off right now at ancientnutrition.com using the promo code Marty. That's a special offer for our listeners and a simple way to support our show. Get $10 off at ancientnutrition.com. Just use promo code Marty. Ancientnutrition.com, promo code M-A-R-T-Y. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So uh, I feel like we've kind of reversed roles. You've been working a bunch uh, since last we talked. I went and saw uh, Eric Church on Saturday. And I'm going to go see Cole Swindell this Saturday. So you have fun with this working thing, Marty, because I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to have fun on Saturdays. Why don't you break down your first experience at an Eric Church show? It's the best bar bar none um, I've ever been to. Like I was, you could feel the. I was like sweating during like the beginning of half like. And I just had a T-shirt on. Like the energy in the room was unbelievable. Like you could feel every ounce. He's got this uh, backup singer. I think her name's Joanna Cotton. Oh dear, her pipes. Yeah, man, she can go. Oh my lord, she can sing. And uh, early on, she got this, you know, round of applause. And there it goes. If you guys think that's impressive, just wait till later. And it was amazing. And then at one point, he uh, during record year, he's signing all these records that people have, and he holds it up to the so the camera can see which record it is that he's holding. And he holds up one, and they start cheering. And he holds his finger up, like get the crowd to shush for a second. And he goes, "Hold on a second, guys!" And he p- opens it up and pulls out a little little nip of alcohol. And I I don't know what he said, but I'm pretty sure as long he said, "Long as it's it's black label." Mm-hmm. Pops the cap off, takes a shot, and just chucks the empty bottle into the crowd. And you, you could feel that his energy the entire time, and the entire arena was standing for two plus hours. He went an hour and change, twenty minute break, hour and thirty something like that. Yeah, he goes three, three and a half. It's uh, I've never, I've never, I've never seen something like that before. Well, if he doesn't win Entertainer of the Year next week, 
there's going to be a full blown riot and I, I'm going to lead to some bitch. So <laughs> at, at one point he's, uh, he actually gets into the pit, uh, and he's talking about why he loves this and that. And people are clapping like they, they were feeling like the concert was coming to an end. And he goes, but I'm not done yet. So don't, so don't effing uh, leave on me. Yep. But he didn't say effing. He, he goes all the way. And it, man, it was, it was, I recommend every person listening to this, if they get a chance to go, it's worth every penny, every single penny that you can pay for it. I'm glad you had that experience. Uh, I have that experience every time and I've, I've probably seen him a hundred times. And again, I, I can't, I can't overstate. I can't, I can't be dramatic enough. I can't mean it more that nobody that I've ever known has impacted my life in a greater way than him. And I'm reminded of the impact he has on millions of people. Every show I attend, I'll stand there in the pit. I'll stand at the front of house and I'll watch it unfold. And I'll watch the way that people respond to him and the energy exchange that he talks about every show that, that he's there and drivers there and Lee's there and Craig's there and Jeff Hyde's there and Jeff Cease is there and Joanna Cotton's there for one reason. And that's to have that energy exchange to give every last ounce that they have and they demand that you give it back. And, and it's always such a special moment. And it's something that's a forever moment. If you go to that show, it's an unforgettable experience. And. Uh, I can't wait until Wednesday. I'm going to the CMAs with my beautiful wife and I'm going to witness the culmination of the hardest working guy that I've ever known. And, uh, it's going to be a very special time. And I can't wait for y'all to see my, my jacket that I'm going to wear at the CMAs and Lainey's dress is stunning. And, uh, we're going to be with our best friends on the planet that night. And it's, uh, it's going to be very special. I'm glad you had that. You're going to love to see Cole as well. And that's a very different experience going to a Cole show. You know, it's, it's fine, funny you say this. I've actually gone to an Eric show with Cole and we had the best time. Uh, all those guys in the industry just marvel at what Eric's able to do and how he's able to do it. And, and Cole, Cole is so talented. He's a great person and you're going to love his show too. Well, let's think about so, Eric is. He, the crowd is, while lubed up on, you know, some pops, they're cold. There's, he doesn't, he doesn't have an opening act. He doesn't need an opening act. But so, but the second that the lights go down, it was like, it's a bomb goes it, off, it, dude. It turned, it's, it, uh, it turned up. Where, what's your favorite spot to listen to him sing a song live? Because you've, you've watched his shows from probably every spot you can choose from. Where do you like it the most? I like being in a pit. Um, I, I like, I like being right down there in the middle of the people. He's laughed at me about that for 10 years. I used to, when, when he was playing bars, I always wanted to be right in the middle of it. I love being right in the middle of it and feeling that energy, not only, not only the energy from the stage, but the energy in the room, you know, look, man, pe- people that are hopped up on that adrenaline and those Jack Daniels, man, there's been times when I've damn near gotten in fights. <laughs> I've damn near been been ready to throw throw haymakers, and it's just I love being in the middle of it, man. And I'm always gonna love being in the middle of it. It's the best place to be because it's authentic. It's the authentic place to be. And 
I just, I am so glad that you got to experience that. And you're right. Anybody who has the opportunity needs to go do it. Y'all, we have a lot of sponsors this week. We're really grateful for that. That helps keep Marty Smith's America free for you guys. We're really appreciative for ZipRecruiter. They've been a longtime partner of the show. Every single week, they're helping pay for Marty Smith's America so that you guys can listen for free. Hiring, as you know, can be a very slow process. Cafe Altura COO, Dylan Miskowitz, he needed a coffee director for his organic coffee company, but he was really struggling to find qualified applicants. So what he did, he switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get a qualified candidate fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter, said he was impressed with how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. That's how Dylan found a new director of coffee in a matter of days. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of every size. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Marty. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash M-A-R-T-Y. ZipRecruiter.com slash Marty. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. So let's, let's shift gears real quick. I'm a little perplexed that uh, Travis Rockhold's Ohio State Buckeyes are the number one ranked team in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, when the LSU Tigers have beaten three top ten opponents uh, in the first half of the season, I, Travis, I, I don't really know. I don't know what what they're thinking. To be quite honest I with was, you, I was a little surprised, but I think people are acting like Ohio State's schedule has been crap. I'm not saying that they've played the juggernauts that LSU has had, and I I think I probably would have picked LSU one also. But they have played good teams. Um, I assume that they were just, they took a lot of eye tests into this one. There's no doubt they took a lot of eye but tests. But also- in fact, what it says is, what they said in week one is this, that the eye test carries more weight than strength of schedule does. Because yeah, okay, maybe Ohio State's played some quality opponents. I don't know who the hell they've played. They haven't gone to Texas. I- I've been in such a an SEC rabbit hole this season. I couldn't tell you who they played, but I can tell you this: they have not beaten Florida, Auburn, and Texas. Agreed. They haven't. And so, I, look, I'm not trying to be an LSU homer here or beat any kind of drum. I'm genuinely perplexed, and it'll work itself out. It always does. Well, I think that's part of the reason that the committee maybe didn't feel the pressure because this was the first week and. LSU's going to play Bama, and then in three weeks, Iowa State's going to play Penn State. So these those little things between LSU and Ohio State, that'll work itself out. And quite frankly, though, long as if we get in, man, I'd, I'd just avoid Joe Burrow until I absolutely have to play that man. I, I I don't want a piece of him. I No, no thank you. I don't want Joey football. I spent my whole week with him, and he's such an interesting cat. Kind of quirky guy, and... I sat him down for an interview that's actually airing on Sports Center today. I uh, uh, wait, actually, it, when we started doing this, I saw you on TV with him. Did you? And, and it was it was an amazing conversation. It was, and I asked him. You know, one one thing I've always wondered throughout this season, as he's put up these historic record breaking numbers, he already has broken the touchdown passing record at LSU in half a season. What have you learned about yourself running this Joe Brady slash Stevens Minger? 
wide open spread offense and putting up all these numbers. And, and, and Travis, he said flatly nothing. I always knew this season would come. And I was like, that can't be true. There's no way you could have anticipated that you were going to do this. Well, he's been running this offense since he was a kid, basically. And it's so amazing to see. It's a video game, what? and he's doing it against everybody. And I wondered what Auburn did that was a little different. Auburn's defense kind of stifled him a little bit, held him to 23 points. And Auburn did some things that were that were, they didn't do on tape. And that's what Alabama's going to have to do. And the teams are going to have to do the rest of the season that face LSU. It's funny with Joe Burrow because I'll play this piece of audio because it's getting played back again. And how different it is a year later, though, when he, after he said this with you. How much does Joe Burrow love football? Football is Joe Burrow. I made sure I could take all online classes here so I could spend all my hours at the facility watching film, preparing for our opponent. If football wasn't in my life. I don't really know what I would be doing. A year ago, people were kind of, I think, chuckling at it. Yeah, like, oh, you're a big Biff Tannen. Yeah. And well, they ain't laughing anymore. Suddenly, they're and taking that audio a little differently. Here's the thing, too. I asked Coach O about Burrow's influence and when he'd ever been around a quarterback like Joe in all of his years of coaching, around so many amazing players. If you don't know the people that Coach Orgeron has coached, go back and look at the list. And he said it's the intangibles that separate him from everybody else. He plays the game like a linebacker. He prepares the, for the game like a linebacker. It's an, it's an intuition based on toughness. It's that Midwestern, small-town Ohio, blue-collar approach to life. And it's perfectly suited for an Ed Orgeron coach team, a Bayou Cajun team of, of pirates, and – it's it's permeated that entire building, and I saw it myself last week. Before uh, what game were they? Who were they playing? Mississippi State? No, they played Mississippi State on the road. I guess it was the Auburn game that we were there for for SEC Nation. And I'm sitting in the equipment room, and Burrow comes blasting through the door, and he goes, "Give me a ball. I need a ball right now. Somebody walk out outside with me. We got to throw in the rain." He just. He ha- he's like I had to be prepared to know what the ball felt like to make sure I'm, I'm I'm prepared in case it rains, and it's just he he's he's such a unique guy, and he's he's the Heisman front runner. Which if you would have said that to me, to you, to Ed Orgeron, to Joe Burrow, maybe not to Joe Burrow, to like all of like any of our pundits, any of our analysts at ESPN before the season started, they'd have been like, no way, man. And then he told me, uh, Burrow told me, he walked into the very first meeting with Ensminger and who's the offensive coordinator and Joe Brady, who's the new passing game coordinator. And they handed him the playbook and he opens up the playbook and he's like, where did this play come from, coach? Where did this play come from? We didn't have that play. Where did this play come from? It was this wide open party favor of an offense. And they said, you're the guy. We're going to hand you this and you're going to go run it. And. It's like a kid on Christmas every single Saturday for him. And, I mean, you're talking about – I heard Emmanuel Acho say today, as I was waiting to do a live shot on Get Up, I heard Acho say this game will determine the number one pick in the NFL draft next year. And he's right. It's just like, man, Joe Burrow – he went from not even on Mel Kuyper's big board to being a top 10, top 15 selection right now. Well, think about this. 
Tom Herman had to basically stand on a table and tell Urban, I found the guy. Stop sending me to California. Yep. I found the guy. To An then, hour away in the plains. Yeah, to being in a quarterback room with JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins to then Dwayne getting the job and him transferring. Nobody saw this coming. If they did, the only, and they're lying or their last name is Burrow. It was, it was interesting too when, when I was chatting with Joe this week about Joe Brady. He said that he called JT Barrett. He said, JT Barrett's my boy. He's my guy. And I called JT and I asked about Coach Brady, Coach Joe. And he said, dude, you are going to love him. And because of their ages, I mean, Joe Burrow's 21, I think. Joe Brady's only 29. He's like, you're, he's going to end up being your best friend. Well, and to remind people, JT Barrett spent some time with the Saints organization where Brady yep. came from. And so that's where this whole, that's how he knows of Brady. Just really cool, man. Uh, I will tell you, it's been a very fulfilling week. I needed it. I needed this week. It was a very good week and, and I enjoyed it thoroughly and we're, we're kind of just getting started. We got a big Friday ahead and a big Saturday ahead and, and I'm thoroughly looking forward to the game. I'm going to stand on the field. Uh, I think Shaquille O'Neal's coming. It's, you know, it's going to be a who's who on the sidelines of that one. I have a question so, for you though. Speaking of potential playoffs, I have a predicament. I guess we could call it. What is it? Uh, so I have a wedding that is on December twenty eighth. Which Oh man, that's if that Ohio State were to make the college football playoffs is December twenty eighth. Yeah, that that is exactly what uh the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl will be played on December twenty eighth. Sounds to me like here's the deal. You have to play your timing right. If they're doing an evening wedding, you show your face, you look extremely interested. And at the time of the kickoff, if it impedes with your Buckeyes, you politely excuse yourself and go find the nearest bar. That's going to be my plan. I'm just, uh, you know, first we got to make it and then got to figure out where the scheduling is. Do I have to, you know, go, I, you know, show up and disappear? What I'll have to work on that. But yeah, two Ohio State grads getting married potentially when Ohio State could be playing. Wow, they might cancel their wedding, dude. I've, they unfortunately they they won't, but they should. I've already told the groom that it, like I need a TV or I will be at the nearest bar. Yeah, well, I think he won't be alone. I mean, if it's an Ohio State wedding, you're not going to be alone at that bar. And it might there the pews might be empty. It might be a ghost town in there. And this is uh, basically in Youngstown, Ohio. So this oh, is Lord, the dude, heart, you kidding me? The heart of just Ohio Ohio State fans. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your devotion to the podcast. I love hearing about it. I, I've heard so much about the Travis Tritt interview. I've heard so much about the Jeff Arnett interview we did two weeks ago with the Jack Daniels Master Distiller. And we have some great interviews ahead. And I can't wait for you guys to hear them. Like I said, I I do believe that once the interview that I did, the piece, the feature that I did with Mr. Surrey Ayers this weekend on College Game Day, will probably run his interview in its entirety because you're talking about a celebrated war hero. And it was a, it was a fascinating conversation for me. Uh, very humbling conversation. Yeah, we you want to feel really small. Talk to somebody who fought in World War II. As, as a, since he's a former Buckeye, we will be running that from the first second that the interview starts to the end. 
Well, thank you uh, guys so much for listening. Thank you so much to Dan Levitard and Stu Goss and Mike Ryan and everybody involved in the Levitard and Friends Podcast Network. Make sure you go check out Sarah Spain. That's what she said because they have a very special guest coming up very soon. That would be yours truly. I'm going to uh, spend some time with Sarah here coming up real soon. Make sure you check out Mina Kimes' podcast with Lenny. Uh, Mina's taking over the world. She's doing such a great job. We're proud of her. And uh, thank you so much to our law enforcement officials in our communities all over this country, our firemen, our first responders, our policemen and women, and, and everything they do to keep our community safe. And, and thank you so much to our military, especially this week. Veterans Day is coming up at the start of next week. If you see someone that's wearing that hat, go find them. Walk over there and say thank you. Thank you for your service to this country. Thank you that we live in the greatest country in the world, and we are free. And I'm so grateful for that, and I know you guys are too. I hear it all the time. I, it's interesting to me how how people respond when they're reminded of the importance of that. And we're going to beat that drum every single week on Marty Smith's America. It's something that's important to Travis. It's important to me. And it was really important to my dad. My dad didn't serve. My dad had real bad asthma, so he couldn't serve. And I, I never got to ask him, but I think it, I think it always kind of bothered him that he never got to. So he was, he was always on me to make sure that I was so grateful for our freedom. Thank you guys in our, in our military. And, uh, and I hope y'all got something out of that today. Travis and I had a big ramble fest and we love doing it. We appreciate it. That's Marty Smith's America volume 78. We'll try to do better next time around. Have an amazing weekend and we'll see y'all next week.